Welcome to episode 12 of the Youth Ministry Podcast for Volunteers. If you're a volunteer who works with teenagers and you especially love pointing them to Jesus, this podcast is for you. You are in the right place. Hey, I'm Chris Trent, and I work with Next Gen Ministry for the Georgia Baptist Mission Board. I've worked with teenagers for over 30 years now, and I love pointing them to Jesus. Hey, and I'm Jennifer Fletcher, and I am a real-life volunteer. I worked vocationally in girls ministry for a long time and am now home full time with my kids. And so I love that I still get to work with teenagers and pour into my passion of pointing teenagers towards Jesus as a volunteer. So if you're a volunteer, this podcast is for you. Man, 100%. We're so glad that y'all are here. Well, hey, friends, before we jump into today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. And we would really love it if you would just take a moment in whatever podcast uh, forum you use there, if you could just take and maybe leave a review, we would love that. That helps spread the word about the podcast. And also, I'm really excited to enter some, introduce something new this uh, that we're doing this season, starting in episode 12. And um, it's going to be a great resource, we hope, for youth ministry. So what we're going to be doing for the podcasts going forward is we're going to be adding to our show notes page questions that you can use to discuss the topic that we're talking about on whatever episode we happen to be on. So for episode 12, you'll find questions that you can talk about with your youth ministry team. So for youth pastors that are listening, this would be a great way for you to spread the word, maybe ask your youth uh, leaders to listen to this and then come back together and talk about it with those questions. Or volunteers, maybe you don't even have a, a full-time youth pastor. You could just take the time, take those questions, get your few people that are volunteers, get them together and use those questions as a discussion guide. It'll be great. Yeah, and Chris, I'm so excited today because we've got the one, the only, Tim Kilgore, our Georgia Baptist Next Gen rep from Waycross, Georgia. Tim, what's up? Waycross. Not much. How are y'all doing today? Waycross, Waycross. Waycross. South Georgia. How's it going in Waycross? 70, a balmy 70 degrees in January here in Waycross, Georgia, because that's what winter is in Waycross, Georgia. It's, 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 it's Don't good. send him a winter coat. He doesn't need it. Yeah, <laughs> for no. real. For it's a little warm up here in Atlanta, though, just for the record. Um, tons of rain. <laughs> yeah, like and, 70. Uh, it's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, it's great, yeah. great weather for sure. So, uh, stuff, awesome. But stuff's, stuff's going great down here. We're kicking off a brand new year, getting excited. Kids are going back to school, and we're kicking off uh, our, our student worship again soon. So we're, we're really pumped about 2023. I love it. I love it. Well, hey, man, uh, Tim, let's jump into this thing. Tell everybody what we're talking about today. All right. Well, today, guys, we're going to be talking about setting goals as a youth ministry volunteer for 2023. I love this topic. Um, yeah, I have so some reasons why I think this is an important topic. What about, what comes to y'all's mind is why this would be important to think through as a volunteer? You know, it's helpful to be able to set goals because it gives you a little bit of a pass for, you know what, maybe last semester got a little busy, didn't end the way you wanted it to. The new year, it's a fresh start get a chance, sit down, come up with what you want to do with your group. Yeah. Tim, we were talking earlier. Great. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, I was just saying earlier, we were talking about the importance of having a plan and and you had a quote. Do you remember what that was? Yeah, man. It's a a goal without a plan is only a dream. You know, you can have a goal, but if you don't have a plan to complete that, it's going to be just a dream. It's never going to get done. I think it's really important to plan your goals out. And, and that way you can finish those goals in a year. Yeah. And I don't doubt that everybody yeah, listening, if you're know. taking the time to listen to a podcast about setting goals and about being a volunteer, you're someone who already loves teenagers and you want to do a great job at this. So with that said, I think it would be important for us just to take the time to set these goals um, because it will really help us to accomplish the things we want to accomplish as volunteers. So I say we jump right into this thing. We've got six quick 
ideas on how to set goals and what goals maybe to set as a youth ministry volunteer. And I'm going to start with the first one. It simply starts with number one, starting by evaluating the last semester. So here's what we're saying. One of the ways that you could set goals in 2023 is would be just to take a minute and, and think through the things that are natural for you as a volunteer. So whatever your role is as a volunteer, whether that's a Sunday school class or a small group and whatever that context looks like, consider, Hey, with all of that, what's the health of my group look like right now? Is it a healthy group? Are we accomplishing the things we want to accomplish? Did we connect as many times as we would like to connect? How are we doing by way of actually digging into the word, spending time in the word and just really look at those things and just kind of almost give yourself a grade, if you will. And that'll be hard on yourself. That's not our goal today is to, you know, for you to beat yourself up, but just to take a minute and go, Hey, how am I doing? What are some things that went well that we need to capitalize on? And then what are some things that we maybe need to improve on? Yeah, I, I agree hundred percent, Chris. I think it's good to know where you are so that you can know where you're going. You know, if you don't know where you are, it's hard to value. It's hard to, know where you're going so evaluating helps you kind of get that and that's a great idea great great idea yeah it's huge well i think that's pretty self-explanatory let's jump into number two tim you got number two yeah connect weekly look for opportunities to connect weekly with your students outside of church you know we're always going to see them sunday morning but if you can drop them a note um text message schedule text make it automated so it's not another thing for you to do and make a plan on, on connecting with them and be intentional in that i think that's a a great way. Kids love to get notes in the mail and because um, that's not something they're used to. So it's always fun to give them a, a handwritten note if you can do that, but definitely text them and, and connect with them that way. Jennifer, I feel like one of the things that people are going to start to learn as they listen to the Youth Ministry Podcast for Volunteers is we are really big on connecting outside of the normal Sunday morning or Wednesday night or whatever yeah. their context is, right? As a volunteer, why do you think that's important? Because I know this is something you're passionate about as well. Yeah, I think you just have to remember, I mean, picture yourself going to church on Sunday morning or Wednesday night. You've got a thousand other things on your mind. You go, you might remember what was said in a service or what happened during worship or whatever your activities were, but you don't connect with people that well on Sunday morning. That's a great time for education a lot of times and great Bible study and worship happens on Sunday morning. But if you really want to get to know somebody, to be able to share with them, pray with them, know what's going on in their lives, you have to be a part of their lives, not just a part of a one hour weekly thing that they do. I love it. I love it. I think that's self-explanatory too. I, I think it's a good one. I think as far as like, what are, what, like, what is one big goal you could set for 2023? And if this has not been an area that you feel like you've done a great job in connecting weekly. And I think for dudes, it's probably even a little bit more challenging. I don't know. Is that, is that unfair? I mean, I, I'm not saying it's not hard for girls, but I feel like dudes are kind of like, you know, whatever, you know, but I, I think it's an opportunity. Yeah, that may be and true. Remember, we're good with sup. That's a connection yeah, right there. Yep, what's <laughs> so, up? Yeah. so, and we're good. So, and to remember like your connection weekly does not have to be like hosting some huge thing every week. No. You don't have to do this elaborate thing. This is just a touch point. Like, Hey, remembering that they had a math test and texting them and saying, how'd your math test go? Simple ways to connect. Yep. Hey, Jennifer, you got number three. Let's jump into it. Yeah. Speaking of connecting, we know, especially as a volunteer, there there are students, you know, you get your roster at the beginning of the year and you kind of start connecting with the ones that come all the time. The ones that are always at the church every time the doors are open are easy people to connect with. 
but we know that there are students in your groups that you haven't seen in a while. And we want to make sure that we set a goal to reconnect with them. And part of that is reinviting them in. I know like as an adult, I feel, oh man, I haven't been somewhere in a while. It's going to be awkward. I feel the social anxiety. And so I just decide that I'm out of that group. And a lot of times I think our students feel the same way. Hmm. Maybe there's something with friends at school, or maybe there's a reason that they haven't come in a while, but now they feel like they're too far gone in church attendance. And so giving them opportunity, even a text that says like, from you as the leader, oh my gosh, this past semester was crazy. I know I haven't been around as much as I want to, even if you have been around, but just level the playing field. Let's all come back this Sunday, even if you haven't been in a while, would love to catch up, you know, just level the playing field again so that they don't feel like they're too far gone to come back to church. Yeah. And I learned early on, you know, a a veteran in youth ministry taught me something um, that the, the question to ask or the question to not ask is where have you been? Right, right. Like it's got to be more than, hey, where have you been? You know, there's got to be more of a relational uh, type of thing in there. And I like what you're saying is, hey, let's all come back together kind of thing. And hey, just reaching out, make sure everything's good, you know, and uh, just checking in kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. And we all see the look on their face when they come back in the room, you know, and they have this like sheepish, sheepish look on their face. Like, oh, well, people notice I haven't been in a while. They're just making them feel comfortable yeah. when they do come back for the first time. Huge. You know, and, and, and here's, it's a great reminder here too, to think as adults, we would feel that too. Like if we hadn't been in oh, a while, 100%, like we would be very aware of what that would feel like to walk back in that room of eight people and go, yeah, I haven't been here in a while. I've been playing hooky or whatever. And don't think everybody, and I would want a friend to be with me, you know, oh, I yeah. want to go yeah. by myself. So even let's say that you've got a super strong attender in your group that's super friendly, have them meet that person and walk in together. You know, we all want a buddy sometimes. Yeah. Huge, mm. huge. Well, I'll say we're halfway through. We're halfway through this list. Six ideas on how to set goals and what goals you might could set. We started number one by, Hey, evaluate last semester. Number two, an idea of a goal you could set would be to connect weekly. A second goal in there that you could do is to reconnect with students who have stopped coming. Well, here's number four. Do some type of gathering outside of your normal meeting time. Again, if you listen to the youth ministry podcast for volunteers very long, you're going to hear this one pretty often. We really do believe that there is um, great value in gathering outside of that normal Sunday morning or normal Wednesday night, whenever your time with your uh, students uh, is there. Um, just doing something outside of that. Now, now listen, we want to be really fair here and recognize that as volunteers, you most likely are very busy. A lot of you, and you have kids and you have your own schedule you're trying to keep. And this can be a real challenge. So we're not saying that it has to be something, oh my gosh, we're all going skydiving. You know, like, I mean, something cray cray, you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> P.S. Don't take your kids skydiving. Bad idea. Okay. Um, I've never done that, nor would I. Okay. That said, um, but oh, here's the deal. Just do something. Now, I, I used to say to to my volunteers, man, if you did something each semester, like at least one gathering each semester, like so in the fall, one in the fall, one in the spring, you're already going to be doing a whole lot better than most groups are going to do. So so really what we would be saying here at the beginning of 2023 in January would be to say, hey, think through the next few months and try to come up with a, an appropriate time to do some type of, hey, bring them all over for a barbecue, bring them over burgers, pizza, watch the Super Bowl together, skip the commercials, um, you know, like, <laughs> um, you know, uh, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Thoughts? Yeah, definitely. I think 
I think it's really one of those easy things to do. We talked about this before too, in our last episode about just letting them do life with you, you know, so. And, uh, yeah, I think doing life, life is important because if you're just letting them do life with you, that's going to really, the idea of just letting them go shopping with you or doing things like that. Jennifer, I think girls would probably dig that a whole lot, um, yeah, but sure. life, you know, for sure. So Jennifer, you have number five, let's do it. Yeah, this is going to be the former girls minister and me coming out here a little bit, but make sure that you're connecting with the parents. And I think this is an easy thing. If you have middle schoolers, you say, yeah, I got to connect with the parents, but especially high schoolers. And this is a simple email. Uh, what we do in our small groups is we try to each semester. So August and January send the parents that we have the email addresses for an email that just says, Hey, my name's Jennifer. I'm leading your daughter this semester. Uh, here's my cell phone number. You know, I'm married. I got two boys. Just a little quick fact about you, but really making sure that they know who you are. You know, fortunately and unfortunately, students confess a lot to their leaders and they they are vulnerable with their leaders. And so sometimes there's reasons why we need to get our parents involved. And obviously, if you're a volunteer, you know, use your youth pastor as a resource there. But it's always helpful to know parents um, and whether this is a serious issue or just like a oh my gosh, that guy just broke up with me and I'm heartbroken. And I'm crying myself to sleep every night. Good to be able to say to the parent, like, hey, how's she doing? Not a bad idea just for the parents to know who you are, know your number. That's, that's so, as a youth pastor, that's so good, I think, is to, is to do that. As if I have my, if my small group leaders and my volunteers are connecting with parents as well, that's just another way to, to, to get that information out too and let, let that, let there be, that that two way street kind of of communication, I think that's wonderful. That's a it's a great idea. Yeah, and a side benefit of that, by the way, is if if you're connecting with the parents and the parents love what you're doing, they're going to be nudging their students to come uh, to the to the small group or to the Sunday school class because they're going to want their kids to be around you and to be pouring into them. Yep. And knowing the parents is great. Like we talked about wanting to do a get together and to hang out with your kids. Maybe you're in a position where your your house or your setting, your environment is not the best to host those things. The more you know parents, the better that is. They can help with that. I know as a volunteer, I feel stressed bringing my kids food on Sunday morning because I've got to get toddlers and diapers and all the things. And so then on top of that, having to bring my kids food Knowing the parents has been a huge success for me huge help. my small group on Sundays. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Well, there's five of them, and here's number six. And this is one of those answers, like, what would number six be? Things that, what kind of goals should we set? What kind of, uh, you know, thing we should do when it comes to us being uh, youth ministry volunteers? Well, typically in church, if you don't know the answer, the answer is always Jesus, right? I think second runner up to that would be the word pray, right? Like, what should we do? We should pray. You know, right. So number number six for us is to simply pray. Now, I, I may glide of that, but in all seriousness, we want to capitalize on the importance of you have been entrusted with these students. How are you praying for them? And are you doing so on a regular basis? I tell you, there's something special about being able to see a student and say, I've prayed for you every day this week or I've prayed for you this week. And that will go a long way. And I actually believe that God honors that and actually changes the heart of both you and the teenagers that you're praying for. And his favor will be on that. And it'll help in that relationship. 
at, you know, we were talking about parents earlier too, something that um, actually my husband did. My husband's a volunteer in student ministry also. And at the beginning of the semester, when he introduced himself to the parents, he included in his email, hey, if you ever have any prayer requests for your kids, let me know. And that's been huge in his group Mm. because he's got freshman guys, man. He asked them prayer requests around the table. They don't speak up, but it's helpful for him to guide discussion and know, oh man, so-and-so is kind of dealing with this, or this is what's going on in their family life, or this friend group is going on that helps me know where the drama among my uh, small group is. So get them involved. Yep, so, good. so good. Well, hey, there they are. You got one thing to add to them? Go. I was going to say, and if you pick one of these things to do, I think that's the start out with prayer. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's, thanks for saying that, Tim, because again, we don't want to overwhelm you as a volunteer. Just, just again, evaluate how it's going. And out of these, you know, five actual ideas, we, we six things, but, the, you know, we gave five practical things. What's maybe one of them you could work on? And that would be huge. Thanks for saying that, Tim. That's a good word. Well, hey, that does it for today's episode. Um, Hey, do you have any ideas on what we could do for an episode? Well, if you do, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at youthministrypodcast at gabaptist.org. I'll put that link in the show notes. Hey, and also don't forget that in the show notes, you can also now find discussion questions that will help you discuss the episode we just gave you. And you can like just get with a group of people and say, hey, here's some questions. How did you respond? What did you think about these? What are some goals you came up with? Yep. So it'll be huge. Yeah. Make sure to tune in in the future. We got episode 13 coming. It's going to be about creating a welcoming culture with your teenager. If Taylor Swift were a listener of the podcast, this would be her favorite episode. It would be the best man. And we know teenagers culture is so important to them. We want to create the right one. Yeah. So there we go. Um, hey, uh, special thanks to the Georgia Baptist Mission Board for allowing us to provide this as a free resource. We're especially thankful for churches that continue to give to the Cooper program. We couldn't do this without you. Hey, if you need anything, you can find us at gabaptist.org slash next gen. We'll see you next time on the Youth Ministry Podcast for Volunteers.